0: Hello, my friends. How are you today? Uh, Well, I mean, how are you any day? Depends on when you're watching it, really. But uh, this is Jim, the Keys bartender. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back and listening. Uh, Today we have, I think I have some interesting things to talk about. Um, It is, once again, I'll give you a... It is a chilly day for the Florida Keys. It's around 62 degrees probably going to go up to 65. Tonight we could hit the 40s, who knows. That's uh that is a lot of uh I would give it four upside down iguanas. Cuz these iguanas fall out of fucking trees when they go um they get in the trees like right now they get in the trees to get as much sun as they can. Cuz they're cold-blooded, but probably today they're probably dormant as shit. Uh and uh, I do appreciate uh, that there's still people down here. We uh, it's usually, as I said the other day, it's usually like a dip in the uh, tourist volume is right around the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day. People find their way back home, and you know they have things to do, right? You got Super Bowl parties and all that stuff, and they're suggesting that Super Bowl parties may not be. That great an idea, but hey, I work in a bar or restaurant. I do believe that we're going to talk about it a little later how much of a hypocrite I am. I do realize that, but you know, I got to make money to maintain my family, right? So, uh, yes, there are still people coming down. We had yesterday. I had a couple come in. Uh, they're not listeners, so and I don't know who they. They're from some place in the Midwest. Uh, uh, an older woman in her 60s and a younger woman, either in her early 30s or late 20s uh, or mid-20s, who knows. But she come, they come in from the front door. And we have signs posted on both of our entrances, front and back, that says, uh, you must have a mask on when you enter. And I'm thinking about getting arrow- arrows pointing to the sign that's written in big letters on a regular-sized piece of paper. And uh, I want to say that have the arrows say, hey, this means you stupid, (laughs) you you know, and they spoke English. They were uh, North American natives, they look like. And uh, they they chose not to wear a mask and there wasn't anybody in the building yet. But I didn't want them to be walking around without it because other people other people have the sensibilities. And plus, it's a Monroe County um, ordinance for indoors. And we can't do anything about enforcing it other than telling them to do it and refusing surface, which is our right to do if someone doesn't want to go along with the suggestion. So just to make every, you know, try to maintain as much as we can. So when people walk around, they wear a mask. Now, obviously, when they're eating, they don't need to wear a mask. But when they're walking, that's when they come in close, close contact with other people. So... The younger woman pulled the mask right out of her pocket. So we knew that there were places where they wore masks. You know, if they came down here. The older woman gave me a look. Didn't say anything. I said hello and all that. Didn't say anything. Turned around, walked out to her car and got that. And they immediately walked through the restaurant and went outside. To sit. And uh, the server... Was talking to them and they said, Do you know we don't need a mask out here? I said, No, you don't need a mask if you're walking around here, as long as you're not walking up to other people's tables and anything out here. So they asked for a menu and they said, Hey, listen, we got this little barcode scanner that you can uh, just scan the menu on. We don't have a, we don't hand out menus anymore. Plus, it's changed. This menu's changed because of due to COVID. You know, it's just we, we have a different menu. So, but you can order, you, you know, everyone has a smartphone nowadays, so you just say here. Or if you don't want to do that, you can walk back in and look on the chalkboards. And she said it, I mean, this person I know is pretty nice. I, I uh, out of the two, I would be maybe considered the more abrasive one, but I didn't feel it was being abrasive. And the woman says, well, if I, the older woman said, if I have to go in, I have to go in, in again, right? I have to put on a mask, right? Yeah, just like you should at all times when you walk into a restaurant in the Monroe County. And she goes, "Oh, yeah," and she does it. Walks in. Uh, the younger woman had ordered a drink, had a drink in front of her and stuff like that. And finally, the woman came back out and it was stewed a, like another minute and said, "We're leaving." So. I don't know what the idea was when so someone came in here. I guess they thought, since they're in Florida, and there's different parts of Florida where people seem, you know, you, we have these memes and these tropes about Florida man. It doesn't mean the whole state is like that. If the whole state was like the Florida man trope, the whole state would constantly be on fire or exploding from meth lab explosions or cars running into each other and it would be one of those like purge things going on if all of Florida was like the stereotype of Florida and it isn't it just means there's because we have a large population and we have a large population of people that don't seem to have compunctions of doing stupid things. So I guess people get the impression when they come down here they can do whatever they want. Oh, fuck it. Go down here. I'm in Florida. I mean, I, I've i had people come in. They're clearly intoxicated. Super intoxicated. And they want to have a drink. I said, I can't serve you. You're intoxicated already. But this is the keys. And I go, well, yes, you're right. But that isn't a excuse for that. The one thing has nothing to do with the other. And... You know, if you think that's my job is to get you intoxicated, you're sadly mistaken. I'll say this right away. My job is not to get you intoxicated. Now, I do serve you drinks, and people do get intoxicated because we're not, maybe not on top of it all the time. And then we have to take steps like driving them home or, you know, giving them water and and having them slow it down. But yeah, we're. Yeah, and, and then, obviously, you could be legally intoxicated and not look intoxicated. You could have whatever, you know, the .08, uh, you know, alcohol level in your system. And you may not in, in the least bit seem intoxicated. I'm talking about with all the signs, slurring in your speech, uh, loss of coordination, loss of balance, uh, you know, just all that, all that shit. And they just think, "Well, we're in here. We can do whatever you want, right?" And I under I like we said that that one thing coming all the way down here, thinking that because we're Florida and because you have this thing, well, Florida they don't give a shit. You know, Florida don't give a shit. Well, you know what? Try another state. There are places in Florida where they do give a shit. And I've had people come in from Miami, people that live in Miami, and they said, hey, listen, I really appreciate you guys uh, attempting to do that. And we try to do it. When we try to stop people, you got to stop them right at the door. And when it's crowded, in order to get their attention, you may have to raise your voice. So it may seem as draconian, the rules, but we're just trying our best. And I'm going to lead into this with my, uh, my wife and I. When they reopened schools this past year, uh, they started they started out the, the schools remotely, and then they did in school, because you know, like Florida is a lot l- more lenient. The schools they're in person schools in Florida. So now some of the places they're doing A and B classes, meaning they could do uh, kids going every other day and doing remotely in this way. I mean, they feel they can get more of the classroom environment. It's more effective for people. Usually, that remote learning is more effective when people are old enough to be disciplined to do their studies and readings and all that stuff. I know I can learn online uh, the same as I can in person. I like being being in person in a classroom. So... We went along with it. I mean, we had the option there. Florida and the school district, they have, they give you the option of having remote schooling. But we didn't, my daughter is 14 years old and we want to do it. And listen, there were all these things they did. They had trips and all that stuff. They did this thing called Pathfinders where they went up to North Central Florida and they were there for like four days and they did a lot of these outdoorsy thing, team building things, uh, education relating. And it was all all her her school, a uh, certain uh, grade level. And we're like, wow, that's incredible. And I, I was getting kind of annoyed and think they're doing that. But then the hypocrite that I am, I realized I'm working in the worst place you could ever work for that. And then I'm not saying the restaurant, the workout is the worst place. I'm saying the restaurant industry, uh, uh, as well as gyms, are, are two of the worst places for contracting the virus. But I have to do it. I have to, we live in the keys. There's no option of not working. I have to make money. And that was my chosen profession. Now I got my other things on the side. Right? The notary. I'm not really doing the spin thing right now. And podcasting is coming along. We're generating income. I'm always going to bartend. And I'm able to mitigate some of the risk by maintaining the mask, washing my hands each time. People come up and they want to shake my hands. I said, listen, I have a sink right on the other side of this bar. And I'm going to wash my hands as soon as I shake, shake your hand. You, you should... Uh, you should be more careful with yourself. So I can mitigate that. Now, I may not run over and hug people and stuff like that like I used to. I'm, always a, I'm always a big hugger and kiss on the cheek, mainly for the ladies, you know. But, uh, you know, I don't... I, I, I can mitigate that, meaning I can do things that make it less... And then, and, and obviously, if it's airborne... It's not 100 percent effective, and there's people. I'm ringed around at the bar we have by people without masks, and I only take my mask down when I'm eating down the other end or drinking something, a cup of water. But they say, how long? You know, how long can you do that for? So uh, that that thing, I could if I'm working in the industry, what right do I have to say anything about? My daughter, because I could be exposed, and I come home, I shower, and 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 then I may go and see her. But she's going to in-person school, and kids are just—what do teenage girls do? Young teenage girls do the first time they see their friends, they hug. They're hanging all over each other. Even when you tell them, you can say, "Hey, listen, when you go and see your friends, bring me a favor—don't do don't do this, don't do that." That was in the beginning, and then we realize that's. That isn't wrong. It should be a thing they do. But the girls don't understand that. And you make them a weirdo when they do that. And I know it's a risk. I realize it's a risk. but um, and, and I haven't gone to see my father or any of my family because of this. Because I don't want to expose them. I'm the one. It's funny. My sister, who's kind of like a big time. Uh, she's a QAnon. My sister's a QAnon. And she has to be my older, older sisters a QAnon because she believed that the power was going to go off on January 20th. She called my father and told him to worry about that and shit like that. But she is totally uh, and she was a big believer in the hydrochloroquine, uh, chloroquine uh, cure and stuff like that because the orange guy said it. And there's a whole bunch of other things. But she bought into all that stuff. But the one thing she doesn't do, she's not out there intermingling with people. She isn't. It's funny. She speaks that one thing, you know, where it's like, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to wear a mask. But she doesn't go anywhere. She doesn't go anywhere. And when she goes anywhere, she probably wears a mask and all that stuff because she had some medical training. And here I am. I'm a, on the opposite side. I'm working in... One of the worst places. So I'm thinking to myself, why are they doing it? They're going to, at the end of the year. The school is going to have like a senior night, or it's not really senior, graduate night. It's for she's coming out of eighth grade, so they're, they're all going to Universal uh, Studios, the uh, amusement park in Orlando. And she's not really happy with that because it's not going to be an overnight. It's going to be an overnight trip, but it's not going to be. They're not going to stay there overnight. They're going to go there. They're going to leave at eight get there at 1 p.m., stay there for about 10 hours, and then turn around and come back. <laughs> you know, she goes, I can't believe they're going to do that. Why can't, Why can't we just stay up there overnight and then come back the next day? They, No, they, they, they weren't up for that. She's not up for that. So I'm thinking, wow, why do I have a problem? I, I shouldn't have a problem. With it as much because of the things I do. And that makes that kind of makes me a hypocrite. But the one thing, the one thing that really kind of gets me sometimes is people who don't have to make a living doing that. They have, there's contractors and all that stuff. You can see, you know, you see minimum amount of people who both wear masks, you can talk to them. They don't have to be in contact with lots of people. And could really mitigate the exposure than sending their kids on all these things and not making those choices. Cause I was thinking, oh my God, if anything would happen, if she got sick due to me, I guess the you know, the chickens would come home to roost, I would feel really guilty. I would be super fucking guilty if any she got sick. Now Abby works in a in a salon, and she comes in co- contact with people, but not nearly as much as me. They have mitigated that with shields and stuff like that, so people aren't. She does. She's a nail tech, and it's a pretty high end place she works at. So they, you know, have the people wear masks and they have the uh, plexiglass there and all that stuff. You know, pretty pretty good. And she, you know, at most she may see. Eight people. Now, at Happy Hour, I got like 30 people at one time. I may see over 100 people. So I am the super spreader in the family. So I got to be careful. I got to be careful wherever I go. But luckily, I got my shot. And I'm, I think I'm going to get my phone call pretty soon for my second shot, which will be next week. Uh, that does not... Just to tell people, you can still be a carrier, just like being asymptomatic. Just because you don't manifest any of the symptoms doesn't mean you're not carrying the virus. So that's the reason why they tell people like that. And it's not like, well, if you're afraid, wear a mask. Well, it's like carrying a knife. I want to carry this knife, and I like to carry it with this point out. Now, if you're afraid of me carrying a knife, just stay away from me. Now, if I accidentally trip and fall, I may, the mind can come out and go into your stomach. I mean, it's always a possibility. But it's not my problem, it's your problem. If you're afraid of being stabbed with this knife, just go someplace else. Well, how about closing up the knife and putting it in your pocket? Or, you know, I want freedom. Not to wear a mask. Well, how about... Freedom not to wear a safety belt. Or freedom not to get your food inspected. Right? Or freedom not to have expiration dates on chicken and dairy. Right? Or freedom not to have your carnival rides inspected. What do you do? You got to tilt the world and stuff like that? Well, we just let anybody put them together. We don't really check to see. We don't do any safety Precautions for those. So feel free to put your child on this thing that's going to be whipping around at 10 gravities or 10 G's. And if it falls apart, they'll be flying off to the side at 80 miles an hour. That's the freedom. Right? Freedom to and freedom from. So the mask is a precaution. It is not enslavement. Enslavement is stopping you from doing the things you want. If just the thing you want is not wearing a mask, that's stupid. Like I said, not wearing you're not allowed to come into. We don't want you. You will. We will not serve you. You could try to walk into the restaurant without a shirt on. You can try, and I know there's some very attractive women that I really wouldn't mind taking about thirty. Thirty seconds, a minute, a minute and a half, pretend I'm at a loss for words, and then say, hey, listen, you're gonna to have to put a shirt on. Hold on one more one more moment before you leave. No, but you know, you gotta put a shoes on, you have to do this. That's not freedom, that's hygiene. And that's the choices that we made that we're not doing a topless restaurant or, or, or clothes free restaurant. It doesn't hinder, I mean, no one ever says, well, you're hindering my freedom not to walk around with uh, a shirt on. There are nudists out there that, if they're given the opportunity, would like to shop in a nude. And I'm sure there is a store, I'm sure there's a store someplace on this God's green earth that they could go to a store and shop nude and have their balls and tits hanging out. Right? And I'm sure there's people who say, oh, I really don't mind like staring at someone's asshole when they're picking up something off the ground and stuff like that. I don't care, you know. Well, I mean, you, I'm sure there's places like that. But people don't balk at it. They don't balk about, no no more they don't balk about the uh, seatbelts or, you know, bitch about, oh my God, they make me put my baby in a baby seat, a car seat. That sucks. I want my kid to be loose. I want him to have the freedom. I want to put him on, sitting on the thing, no seatbelt. Right? I drive great. Well, what if the car stops in front of you? Well, I guess my baby would be outside the windshield. The freedom the freedom to not put my baby in the thing. Or, the free, you know, it's just like the, the arguments don't make sense. Like open carry and stuff. You need to walk around with it. An AR-15. In what do you think is going to happen in the um, big boys section of Target that you need to carry your AR-15? And if you're buying clothes, you're going to have to put it down. So what if they're st- you know what if they're stolen, right? Just think, think, think again. Sometime we'll move on to something lighter. We had a really nice family. We had uh, this woman come in, Carrie. Uh, I've never met her before. She came in with her mother. And Carrie uh, was old enough to have a daughter who was old enough to drink. I guess the daughter was 23 and her boyfriend was around the same age. And But Carrie came in with her mother for lunch. And then she came back later. And then I found out later it was Carrie's birthday. And... They had gone, to, uh, the family had gone out and they were all dressed nice coming into the kitchen and they came in late, right after the kitchen closed. And so we're just coming in for drinks. Oh, we were here earlier. And I said, oh, that's so nice. They came back in and we wouldn't come in for cocktails. So um, we, I made her a special martini and all that stuff. And I'm talking to them and they told me about an amazing birthday experience at a restaurant. And I thought it was amazing. And they thought they took note of it, too. They thought it was interesting. But I, I may have reacted to it a little more extremely. They went to a restaurant, and the daughter, what was the daughter's name? She had a real pretty name, too. Cute girl. Um, forget the daughter's name. But she goes and asks one of the She goes, it's my mother's birthday. Can you guys do something like a cake or, or something like that and sing happy birthday? And what you know, all of a sudden, some they started hearing some people walking. They seen people come out, and they're looking, and they don't quite understand what they're watching. They see someone carrying a plate with a pie on it, and has "Happy Birthday" written on it with her, her name written with the uh, confectioner's uh, icing on it, and. There is the woman who was filling up their water glasses. The busser is coming out, playing the flute. Happy birthday on the flute. And they're all walking in procession. And for some reason, I thought that would be the funniest. And I'm not saying ridiculous, funny. I would be shocked. Just the first time I see it. Now, if I see it, I realize. And I wouldn't recreate it. I wouldn't suggest it. I'm not one of these people. People say, hey, I saw this at a restaurant. Let's do this. But I thought that was fucking great. I would love it if I was sitting there and it's one of these things, if that was me sitting there, I'd be clapping like an idiot. I'd be going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That woman's playing a flute. You know, it's weird. I'd be thinking about like centaurs and, you know, Fairies and all that stuff kind of prancing around and shit like that out of that Tom Cruise movie, uh, uh, uh legend or or shit like in the uh, Never Ending Story or The lying the Witch in the Wardrobe, stuff like that. You know, that one of those uh centaurs running around, um, not centaurs, I like went minotaurs or. The satars, the ones with the goat's legs and the human body, and they, you know, they, they, they got the little horns on their heads and they're playing the flute and stuff like that. I just, I said, oh, that'd be fucking amazing. I mean, but <laughs> I wonder how that worked out. That they the woman's playing the flute and people say, well, you know, I played a flute, and uh, people go, really. I got an idea. Why don't you bring that flute in every time they have a birthday? I mean, I hope they pay this woman extra because that is quite funny. I've been I've been to places where they've done pretty interesting, somewhat interesting things. Where at the the place I worked, and they still do it at, at, at the other place, but the the place I used to work ten years ago, they do the birthday. They take a big yellow tail. Right? A whole fish, and they put a candle in its mouth, you know, kind of sticking sideways, and they bring it out. And some people don't like that. They don't like looking at a live, you know, a formerly live fish coming out. But we come out and sing happy birthday, and we have the fish, and that was our kitschy thing. It's nothing like the flute. Uh, I'm thinking, well, what the hell would you have to do to top some of these things? Right. I'm thinking uh, you could do, you know, if 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 someone says happy birthday, you want a birthday and you go, yeah, I would I would make it big. I would make it big if it was kind of a kind of an atmosphere. You do it. You couldn't do it at a fine dining restaurant. But I think it would be fucking great. Even be more effective at a fine dining restaurant. You could get a lot of people asking for refunds. You know, I paid $250 for a meal and all of a sudden someone had a birthday and all you, you start seeing the strobe lights going, your lights start strobing, the claxing alarms going, whoop, whoop, whoop. And then all of a sudden, indoor fireworks, sparklers start shooting off, uh, some unicycle riding jugglers came out, a uh, cartwheeling clowns, and then a, um, You got stilt walkers and a character, uh, a caricaturist came out and made a a picture of grandma on a skateboard. And then you topped it off with an opera singer singing, Happy Birthday to you. And then all that shit, you could go and do it. But if you think about it, the first time you do it, it's pretty much done. Right. Once you pull that out, once you see that, it's it's like if you were hanging out with friends and every so often your friends keeps on, you know, when he's drinking, he just whips his dick out. And the first time you see it, say, hey, what's Bob doing over there? He's just standing, you know, in front of a room and his dick's out. He said, well. Okay, and then by by the fourth time Bob does that, you go say, well, yeah, that's what Bob does. You know? Oh, and there's a birthday. You got the alarms, you got the fire, you got the clowns, you got the... uh, Oh, 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 they didn't have the unicyclist, John? Oh, well, you didn't get the full thing. But I mean, it's, it's done once you do it. And the bigger you do the things, I can understand. The bigger you do something, the loss of originality. So the fish thing was kitschy, And I said, wow, that's great. Now, after thinking about it, I replayed the whole story in my head. I just, I guess I got on this flute thing because I thought that's just funny to me because last week I saw the video of the, um, on YouTube, the world's drunkest man trying to buy a six pack of beer and he's stumbling through the convenience store while in the Overlaid on the video. It's a security video, and someone was lucky to procure it. And I said it last week. It was the saddest, both the saddest and the funniest thing I ever heard. But the music overlaid was from the Titanic, uh, the theme, My Heart Will Go On, and it was the Celine Dion version. And they turned down the vocals on it, but overlaid on top of that music was someone playing a recorder or badly playing a flute. And I thought that was um, one of the funniest things I ever seen that I ever saw. And that, you know, after consideration, it was one of the saddest things I saw too because that poor guy and stuff like that. I hope, you know, they got so many plays on that stuff and the guy doesn't get any residuals on it. It's probably been played millions times over. He could have he could have paid for his college maybe or something. You know, 10 million, 50 million views. I don't know what you would get paid on that. Incredible. So, I'm going to, I mean, the kitschy thing you do is like for a birthday, you, you can make it whatever. There's all different birthday songs. You could, um, I mean, you could go right into doing, hey, could you sing a happy birthday? You could get the whole crew to sing The Beatles version, that's a little, you know, tightly, slightly kitschy. I mean, you'd have to get, you know, the flute thing. Like I said, someone's doing it already down here. But if someone has an accordion or a slide whistle or you have people with those little paddle boards with the ball attached to it coming out, doing happy birthday, two of them going, boy, that would be something. Or a, a fire dancer kind of dangerous but i always like that shit well i'm going to again start wrapping this up i want to thank you for listening if you are in key largo at mile marker 102 you'll find a great restaurant on the ocean side called the catch restaurant and bar my place of work it's open every day of the week from monday to fridays they have happy hour from 3 30 6 30 it's open for lunch and dinner It serves traditional seafood, local seafood, and non-seafood dishes, so it has something for everyone. And if you're down here and you have gone out fishing and you have a nice catch, you get it filleted. They'll do it on the boat. You throw a couple bucks to the, uh, you know, give a nice tip to the uh, first mate and stuff. Get them to fillet your fish and stuff like that. Bring in a portion. Try not to, you know, after you catch enough for your whole family and... You know, if you if you got like three people, you know, don't no more than two pounds of fish. don't Don't even go there. Two pounds of fish you can't even eat it. You know, two pounds of fish is is what three or four people can eat. That's pretty much it. And uh, of of fillet, some people come in more. I've seen people come in with uh, eight, ten pounds and stuff like that. And I said, well, you know, and they. You know, it's, it's just one of the things. But I digress. I digress. I mentioned Happy Hour Monday through Friday. They got reduced drink prices, Happy Hour food. They have live entertainment on Saturdays. They, and they have it on different, uh, different days. They may have a special occasion where they have live entertainment. But if you ever want to have a good time and go to where the locals eat, come to the Catch restaurant in Key Largo at Mile Marker 102. And come see me and tell them the Keys Bartender sent sent you. Thanks again. And if you do like the podcast, please send me an email, the gym at Keysbartender.com. Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you want to really help out the show, leave a nice review for us. The more I mean, I always think the more shares, more reviews, more listens we get. Just I and I, I'd be able to you know, get I'd spend more time doing the podcast, but I'm still going to try to do it four or five episodes. I mean, three to four, four or five. I don't know. As many as I can. I try to get, come up with every uh, new ideas every day. I like you. Thank you again for listening and I'll be back. Take care. Thank you.